0: Welcome to Skip Hop, the Kirkwood Parents as Teachers podcast hosted by the Kirkwood School District Parent Educators. We are a group of trained and certified parent educators offering support on a variety of parenting topics focusing on early childhood. The topics we discuss are based on submissions from parents in our community. We are not therapists and our input is not a substitute for recommendations or advice from a medical or mental health professional. You can find a recording of our podcast on Spotify as well as following the links on our website resources on the topics discussed will be available as well we would like to acknowledge we are meeting on the traditional lands of the osage and kickapoo people and pay our respects to elders both past and present we are grateful for this opportunity to honor their memories by strengthening our community through education and resources okay so we've talked a lot about setting boundaries how to keep boundaries what they look like what they might sound like but reality hits and we know that this just isn't always possible and we have to change our mind. We're human, we blow our tops sometime. So what does it look like to go back to your kiddo and say, I'm sorry, or um, we just talked so much about consistency and now we're telling you it's okay to change your mind sometime. So what does this look like in real life time?
1: Well, I just did this the other night with Jake. He's my four year old. And usually we watch two Bluey's before bed. That's our bedtime routine for shows. They're like seven minute shows. If you haven't seen Bluey, it's the cutest show in the world. But, um, and for some reason, I changed my boundary and I said, no, just one tonight. He, you know, got upset because he's used to that consistency. And I had set that boundary. And, um, you know, I sat there and I kind of thought about it for a second and I said, oh, I have to repair this. I apologized to him and said, you know what, you're right. I should have told you beforehand that it was only going to be one because we played. And so a lot of parenting comes from, you know, telling kids what to expect to prepare them for it. But it also comes from going back and saying, I'm sorry, when you've kind of screwed up. So, um, yeah, just having that one-on-one, I'm sorry, you're right, you know, two it is. And then being better about being um if if a change is going to happen and you're going to change that boundary just um setting them up first i guess letting them know first and then apologizing afterwards
2: and that's really important to to apologize because you're also modeling for them about how how it is important for them as a person a young person but they'll be an adult at some point to understand that it's important for them when they have made a mistake to apologize and to let the other person know that you have made a mistake and you wish you had done it differently. And then um, whenever I've done that with my own children, they've had great response to it and they've really appreciated it. Um, And I think they've learned a lot from it. In fact, now that my children are older, they've talked with other friends where their parents did not apologize to them ever for anything. And their, their friends are, like, astounded that my children had been apologized to. And they really wish that they had been apologized to, to have that sort of that validation of, of their feelings. Um, so that's what I would say about that.
0: And I think when you're modeling that uh, to say sorry, you're also like teaching them like it's okay to like make a mistake, you know, and there's nothing to be ashamed. Like we can solve anything, you know, like if there was a mistake, you can say sorry and try to see how you can solve that. And so by saying sorry, you're also like teaching them how to act with other kids. Like in school, you know, do you want them to say sorry or do you want them to, I don't know, like just not talk or just... Tell the other kid to, like, go to, I don't know, go out of them, you know, like, go to your room or, you know, like, so I think it's very important to model that, and that's okay. I think another thing I thought of about apologizing when setting those boundaries is um, when you're apologizing to your kiddos, you're also normalizing the process and normalizing that we all make mistakes and that we kind of have to come back to a relationship and repair that, and it also helps them to you know make those connections when they make mistakes with their peers you know like my boys i've heard them you know because we try to normalize apologizing to one another i've heard them in the other room like somebody does something they don't like and later they're like hey i'm really sorry about that you know so you are modeling that for them and normalizing um, that process so they can show grace to one another you know, one thing that I was thinking about with consistency would be, you know, let's say that um, dinner is usually the last time that your child would eat, but then there's a birthday party and there's like cupcakes later on that night. And then the next night, um, the child might expect cupcakes again. And, you know, talking about how the day you know the day before was a special day and trying to you know get back to you know what the every everyday boundary is as compared to maybe you know a special situation boundary i mean we just have to be kind of flexible sometimes
2: yeah and i would just add that um you also need to just sort of keep in mind the fact that just like every adult is different and is dealing with different Um, personalities and maybe um, neurodiversity, anxiety, depression, whatever might be going on, children also can be dealing with those things. And so for a child that's dealing with anxiety, if they have, if they adhere, which, you know, they tend to be the pleasers and the ones that never make a mistake and because they're terrified of making a mistake for the fallout that might occur, if there are these boundaries that have been set but they're at a birthday party and they're doing something that isn't normally allowed in their home like having a treat later than 6 pm or something like that um like the the birthday cake or the cupcake um just kind of maybe either sort of front loading it letting them know that you're about to go to a birthday party then you know you can let loose a little bit you there won't be the kind of rules that we follow when we're in our own home or when they get home Explaining that to them, if it was their first experience, where that with that, where they might come to you and say, um, "I had, you know, I had a piece of birthday cake, and I wasn't sure what I should do, but I had it because that's what everybody else was doing," and just kind of reassuring them that it's okay to to have, um, you know, a, sort of a cheat day almost, or something like that, where there's a little flexibility in those boundaries that you have set.
0: Listen, this is hard. Parenting is not for the faint of heart. Dina and Kristen with Big Little Feelings often refer to boundaries as bumpers in a bowling alley. They are in place to keep us guided towards a goal. However, it doesn't mean that we'll never have a gutter ball kind of day. Practice equals progress, and in the end, we offer you this. You can be a good enough parent. A Lehigh University researcher showed that if you are, quote-unquote, getting it right just 50% of the time responding to your infant, it has a positive impact on your infant. Sarah Ockwell-Smith, author of How to Be a Calm Parent, refers to it as the 70-30 rule, maintaining that if you are being the best parent, you can be 70% of the time, relax about the other 30%. Seems like good enough is indeed pretty good after all. Parents as Teachers is a free home visiting program offering developmental information, resources, developmental health, hearing and vision screenings, and opportunities to connect with other parents. We serve children in our community prenatally through five years of age. If you live within the boundaries served by the Kirkwood School District, have a child or children under the age of five and would like to know more about how you can participate in our program, please reach out to us. You can find contact information resources to support the topic discussed today, and submit ideas for future topics on our website, www.kirkwoodpat.com.